When some people are tossing their high-strengthness salads, they go for Skinwalker Blue Cheese, Skinwalker Balsamic Vinaigrette, or even Skinwalker Caesar. But Steve and Joey, they know that only one secret sauce will satiate their paranormal cravings. They're hungry for Skinwalker Ranch. Today, they're chowing down on a Hawaiian Mac salad slathered in Cupid brand mayo. Ooh. Remember we had that? <laughs> like a drive through <laughs> uh, A Dr. Taylor doppelganger and Caleb's balding ginger noggin, all with the side of season two, episode two of The Secret of Skinwalker Ranch, carved in stone. Hey, we got the got the walkies here. <laughs> yeah, we got the walkie over check. <laughs> hey, I'm taking my dog out on walkies. Yeah. My dog. What was his dog name? It was like Jack or Brisket Jeffrey or, or something. something. It was like a normal human's <laughs> yeah. name. Normal human's name. Yeah. Just do the whole show Not like this, like, it's like we're in a yeah. drive through. Exactly. <laughs> hey, we're on walkies, man. We out here. Yeah. Oh, shit. There's radiation. I feel like I'm going to puke and just kind of feel kind of sick and just sort of untimely. Hey, you're right fucking next to me, Travis. Why do you have to talk on the walkie-talkie? <laughs> Tell me you're going to puke. I don't well, give a fuck. Well, because you don't listen to me, goddammit, Dragon. I want you to look at me as a person and an equal, even though you are lesser than me. Hey, could you get your hand off my fucking ass cheeks? You know what? I have two PhDs, two. Okay, that means uh, pretty hands do what they want, okay? And these hands are going to be pretty, and they're going to be doing what they want on you. I mean, I'm going to have to talk to Brandon about this and report this, but you can finish up. Yeah. Well, oh, I'm going to finish. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to be the spoil sport and keep everyone's hands off each other's asses <laughs> like I, like last year. Okay. So. Oh, we're going to start doing some digging. <laughs> Hot things yeah. happen when you dig. Yeah. <laughs> Expose that radiation coming off. <laughs> Ooh, this hot rod. Wet things happen when yeah. you dig. Oh. Polter Goost, welcome. Uh, welcome to Hungry Fork in Walker Ranch. It is a, I mean, it's kind of becoming a new classic thing. We're on twitch.tv slash probing ancient aliens. We are live. It is, it is Monday night. It is about seven o'clock Pacific time. A little yeah. early for us. Early. But, uh, well, now that we've got our own computer technology. Yes. We aren't relying on Harris. God bless her. Mm-hmm. Thank you for letting us use that. Okay. Uh, and then, yeah, everyone's healthy and somewhat normal, but now we're going to get probably jumbled up <laughs> in the next couple weeks for a couple weeks as you transition out of this studio. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I call my body is my studio. So. Exactly. I'm going to transition. Hey, guys, big announcement. Sarah's about to be gay. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't know it, but this girl from <laughs> Long Beach, California. Her husband performed this one weird trick, <laughs> and now he has now tits. she's a lesbian. <laughs> Um, it shouldn't be too bad, though. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, I don't know. I mean, I guess we're, yeah, we're moving all this stuff to the new house, but that can all be done, I mean, in a day or no, a I know. weekend. I mean, just, you know? you know, but as you settle in, it's like, okay, you just moved all weekend, like Monday, okay, like, you got to kind of unpack and things going. Okay, so, okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll figure it out. Yeah. yeah. It might just be one. No, um, no, I'm just saying it's just, yeah. But uh, I think yeah. I have a concert on a Monday in a couple weeks too. Oh, who are you seeing? Carcass. Oh, so nice. a nice old heavy metal band right. with me brother. Got it. Uh, your brother. Speaking of drive-throughs, five minutes ago, your brother had to humble brag. Mister Volante had to humble brag. I've never been to a McDonald's in 20 years, but I might have to go for this Cadbury cream shake. Oh, that was a while ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you mean he like just did that now, yeah. but he no. So they got obsessed with. The McGriddles when they came out, mm. but I don't. Yeah, I don't know if he has been to a Mac D's. I don't know. I guess he's not to live. Young baby, uh, Vinchon, 
maybe doesn't eat it too much. They don't but... want to expose them to that yeah, kind yeah, of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now they'll do Chick Fil A. They'll hmm. do In and Out. Suppo- uh, they're actually supporting right. laws against, against my transition. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And against your wife's new, yeah, <laughs> her new <laughs> position. <laughs> my wife started a new gay lifestyle. Yeah. It was my I, fault. I forced. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I forced her. Oh, band. she divorced you? No, I'm, no, no. She's just with me and I'm a woman now. So. I just wear a wig. Yeah. And I'm here for it. to compete in some swim competitions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not really a good swimmer as a man, so right. it probably should, won't matter too much. Yeah. But I'm trying to get the Olympic dog paddle and stay <laughs> exactly. r- yeah. reinstated. Right. They right, had right. it that one year when it was yeah. just like drunk Irishmen. Identify uh, as a dog. As <laughs> a dog? Right, so then you have to, they have to let the dog oh, paddle into the Olympics, true. otherwise they are uh, right. do, performing no hate crimes. No pooping in the pool, Jeffrey. Yeah. Whatever your name is. <laughs> 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 Bring back the bit with Travis's dog. <laughs> and he shit in the it's pool. funnier than the helicopter bit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyway, we are here uh, on Monday recording live at twitch.tv slash aliens where you can Subscribe to our twitch.tv slash Probing Aliens channel, where every Monday, for the most part, we are streaming live. You can chat with us while recording and ask us questions. You can you can make comments. You can yeah. uh, Grove Snake can share endless endless engine and transmission products. See to the point where I I truly think he has. Two or three acres of land with just cars just, or car yeah, frames he's, on yeah, them. Yeah, he's going to have a show in 20 years where they right. come and pick his right, lot, right. where it's like the <laughs> 500 different broke-down Chevys. Or he'll be getting in fights with psychologists on an episode of Hoarders in the future. Exactly, trying to, yeah. And he's going to go, no, man, this is good <laughs> stuff, man. This, this hose, <laughs> you can just paint it with, with the rubber cement, and it, yeah. it'll uncrack. <laughs> this uh, Grove Snake, you've been shitting on these <laughs> car frames for 22 years. Well, where else am I supposed to right. shit? How the do tur- I talk the like turtle, this? I've never talked <laughs> as if he's a super hillbilly. The turlet done backed up 22 years ago when I had my neck a Ghostbuster. That Which room, he does have a very substantial that room was, collection. Yeah, yeah, that room was pretty sweet. He has a yeah. whole Ghostbusters themed out room. Yeah. Uh, sorry, three star reviewer, that we're not immediately right. jumping into recapping the show. Click to four, minute 45 and start to right. kind of coast in from there. And at this point, we're not going to change because yeah. we listen to plenty of plenty of podcasts and radio shows right. that all go on whatever the fuck oh, tangents they want. That's so how you do and it. that's why it's fun. Yeah. So. And we got Bo Bandy here. We got Polter, Mario, uh, Mr. Bowers, P. Matt, Luigi, Mario. Oh yeah, and oh, Mario uh, messaged me right before the show oh, asking cool. if we were going to twitch. Uh, yeah, and Grove Snake said, "Oh, I got the notification that Paragon Ancient Aliens is prolapsing now because I nice. made oh, yeah. the custom right. <laughs> <laughs> announcement there." So. <laughs> Uh, yeah, if you like our content, you can head over to patreon.com slash probing ancient aliens. You get two exclusive podcasts every month for the $5 tier or higher. Uh, like, you know, the aforementioned Bob Andy. He's given us dozens of his dollars every month just to show support for our content. Uh, just posted up very late. It's been sitting in the old? the old Zencaster remote recording inbox for six days. I completely forgot to post Adventurous Ghost. The most recent episode is... Season 4, episode 13, where we talk about the Velisca Axe Murder House, no. which is a very popular invest- investigation yeah. location. There's some good, there, again, there's actual evidence in that episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Uh, yeah, Adventurous Ghosts is, uh, I feel it's like kind of, it's an easy show to yeah. do. Yeah. But at the same time, doing, you know, taking notes though on the secret of Skinwalker Ranch. 
I am I am at least mildly excited each time I do it as opposed right. like the first year or two of Ancient, Ancient. Aliens yeah. Yeah. when it wasn't purely rehash, which is right, funny. Right. Uh, a gal that used to work for me at uh, the t-shirt place, mm, mm-hmm. she got, she got, she watched like the first five seasons of Ancient Aliens and was listening oh, wow. to some of our show. Okay. Uh, but by season five, she was like, hey, do they, do they just fucking keep talking about the same shit over and over? Because that's right. what it seems like. She's like, I've yeah. been binging this for a few weeks, uh, but it's crazy to think that even as far back as season five, they were getting repetitive. Right, right, know, right, so. right. Um, but, uh, and then the other pod that's adventurous ghosts is our ghost adventures podcast. And then, uh, the other podcast is probing deeper where we probe a few knuckles deeper into whatever the, whatever the heck we want to yeah. pretty much. So, uh, it, can, it can be related stuff to, you know, yeah. UFOs, high strangeness, paranormal, yeah. the probing or the, the, <laughs> the probing, probing astronaut yeah. theorists. <laughs> um, I theorize I'm going to put my penis Get in your butthole. Deeper. Uh, but, uh, yeah, we, we've done. You know, movie wa- documentary watch-alongs. We've done yeah. movie like mystery science theater style stuff. Yeah. We've done recap, recaps, humor, spoiler movies. casts of things. Yeah. Um, Which we need to figure out what we're going to do tomorrow. But maybe we just watch yes. something or controversial. My brother loved the Batman, and I thought it was just okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, we so, can talk about the Batman if you yeah, want. Yeah, if you want. But, sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, I liked it a lot, but uh, it you know wasn't perfect, but I liked it a lot. Yeah. Um, We'll save it for the show. But, uh, I mean, because you could say that Bruce Wayne feels alienated from right. society. Yes. So he's kind of an extraterrestrial. Right. <laughs> and they never see the light of day. Yes. I, I, I have been laughing because a ton of people on social media have been sharing what the scene looks like. It's not a spoiler. The scene looks like when he has his um, his squirrel suit, like his wingsuit open. Yeah. And how they shot it, like it's in front, of, it's in a blue screen room, and he literally just goes like when he jumps off, you know, what in the movie is a big clock tower or something. Right. It just shows him going like, you know, and he just goes and like just stops the like perfect. right there, like five yeah. feet lower, and they're well, yeah. showing what it looks like on in the movie. And it's just yeah, 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 yeah. Like craziness, and, and then, he's just patting sitting yeah. out right there. Well, yeah, there was one scene I can't remember where I'm like, this is. Bad. I think it was towards. Well, again, we'll get into yeah, it. Yeah. But yeah, there was like some bad blue screen, like towards the end of the, the movie book of too. Batman Fett. Yes, boy, uh, mate. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we're gonna record that. Yeah, I guess tomorrow. Yeah, that works. Yeah. Uh, tomorrow, and then uh, have that up just in time for the end of the month. But yeah, you get uh, there. There's. I just posted the 40th episode of Adventurous Ghosts, and there's at least equal probing deeper. So we're oh, yeah. over 80 pieces of content. Plus, there's like random stuff we've done yeah, like yeah, some yeah. old closet knowledges and things right, like that right, so right. um but uh, yeah it's a fun time over there and you can again you can always just sign up for five bucks you pay that five bucks you download everything you ever want from there right and you cancel it yeah we're just happy to have people listening so oh what the oh, yeah, fuck reminds me i gotta make the shirt for your mom for mother's day that you can give her oh that's right <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Uh, head over to blackholesupplycompany.com for Probing Ancient Aliens merchandise, disc golf discs, and disc golf apparel. Uh, if you are in the market for discs and you're in Southern California, you can head over to Black Hole Supply within Cape and Cow Collectibles in yes. beautiful Fountain Valley, California. It's going to be nice. Where Vigo the Carpathian should have gone instead of dealing with right. New York. You yeah. Know. Wild place. But I guess New York <laughs> If he had, had brain one in that yeah. huge noggin of his. Right. And that big five head. I mean, he is a uh, five head at Freddy's kind of cousin oh, yeah. or, yes. or multiverse type character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he could. Yeah, he could be a Vigo. The five head of verse. Yeah. Um, 
But, but Manny uh, said he hated Patterson until Tenant, and then after watching Batman, he hates him again. Wow. All right. Very polarizing. I didn't hear... It's interesting, interesting too. Justin But I didn't hear a lot... Uh, oh, welcome, Justin. We haven't talked to you in a while. fucker in the glitter skin. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, it's, it's mostly been not him, but just the movie, how the movie's paced and stuff in general yeah. that people don't like. But, right, right, right. Um, I, well, again, without getting too into it, I'm excited for the universe they set up and the next one. Just yeah. like with uh the what's it called the other trilogy um the dark knight whatever yeah, yeah yeah the christopher nolan one yeah, yeah yeah the first one again was entertaining mm-hmm. but then part two was the best yeah. right so this one again was like fine mm-hmm. but i'm excited and for it the was next delayed one. for like a year and a half mm-hmm. like it was you know it was like yeah. not development hell but it kind of just you, you, you could argue and, and probably didn't help you know but, but yeah. uh uh, it was nice to go to the movies, though. I know you watched on on um, HBO. HBO Max. But uh, anyway, uh, we have a little segment here called Reaching for the Stars, and we have nothing new in there except a very dumb three-star review that I'm not going to read or give respect to. Uh, see you later if that pisses you off, review writer. But uh, we ask you to go on to Spotify, go on to Apple Podcasts, give us five-star ratings. Review us in the comments of that rating, or just give us those five stars. But if you give us a review, we'll read it on the air and give you a shout-out. It helps us get found algorithmically by lots of other little prolapsionauts out there. So uh, it's a huge help. And we're still holding on strong on the charts in Antigua and Barbados. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> or Barbuda, because Barbados is different. Uh, a little bit of news here. So Steve sent a story today or something. Some was Or, there, or right? maybe... Today or maybe yesterday. Wait, what's today? Monday? Yeah, shit. It's fine. I don't know. The three three star writer doesn't want to hear about yeah. this. They just uh, yeah. want they the don't content. Care about your weekend. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> then in Skinwalker, Dragon said on the walkie-talkie. Don't worry. I had subtitles on, and I and I transcribed the entire episode. <laughs> yeah. That's Dragon. Why are you talking about writing <laughs> notes for a podcast? You doing a podcast? You doing that shit? <laughs> hey man, I'm just fucking in the uh, the UTV. And, and that's, hey, that's my podcast. <laughs> hey, man. Yeah. And it just mean, talk about mean. stuff that pisses me off about you, Travis. <laughs> well, like my different sacks and things that I try and get you to uh, caress and touch. <laughs> hey, I know you have two PhDs. You don't have to brag about your two testicle sacks, okay? okay. You have what? four balls. I get it. <laughs> you can blow a huge load. What? I've tasted it. I've choked on it. I've had to flush it out of myself, okay? Well, you consider yourself lucky, man, because this is God's country, and you just ate God's load, man. <laughs> and then just finally... Yeah. <laughs> he, he, co- he cocks it like Sarah Connor in T2. Right, right. <laughs> Hi, Sarah, man, yeah. Sarah. Well, T2, just the... Yeah, yes. The, the yeah. Oh, yeah. The Terminator yeah. does it, yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, man, this is scarier yeah. than a, than a one-foot-by-three-foot shimmering yeah. orange <laughs> rectangle in the, in the, in the, in the brush. <laughs> Um, it's like shit. I was. I mean, I say it later. I was laughing when he's like, "That I was scared as hell." Like he went real <laughs> deep on the South uh, pronunciation yeah. of hell. But uh, there is a news story. Uh, Avi Loeb, Doctor Avi Loeb. Uh, he's a professor at Harvard. He's apparently. I looked him up a little bit after reading the story. He's a little controversial, but only because he focuses on finding extraterrestrial life and technology and stuff. Uh, but he's a Harvard astronomer, mm-hmm. and uh, he is the guy that tracked that object initially. Mm. So he and this like stu- grad student or whatever that's helping yeah. him out, they're the ones that tracked it and say that in 2014 it crashed. We need okay. to go. He s- he basically out. wants yeah. to. Uh, sorry, he thinks that a UF uh, a piece of alien technology crashed into 
the Pacific Ocean. Right, right. And he right, basically right. wants to drag huge magnets. Yeah. Uh, Down, what do they but, call that yeah. uh, when you're. Well, you like dredge. Dredge, dredge. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Yeah. And hopefully the mags would just suck it right up. He said something right. like, "I my dream is that I'm um, press I'm, I'm typing on the keyboard of some alien tech by the end of the year or something." So, right. Uh, that's interesting. Going to watch out for that. And then um, we talked about it on the a little bit on when the Twitch stream started before the record. But there was a story I found. Now it was shared on the Ancient Aliens group, not the pro, not the show mm. Ancient Aliens, just the Ancient Aliens interest group on Facebook, right. which is like tens of thousands of people deep. Some of that shit's really bad. Yeah. But sure. this was a link to an actual story on an archaeology. Weren't they like um, booting people out of that Facebook? Because yes. like, we kind of joined it along, <laughs> yeah. like when we first started the show, and yes. then they were like kicking people out. Yeah. Like the anyone who was a potential skeptic was then a, a mm-hmm. shill who needed to get out of there. Exactly. And I've never said anything. Right, in that right, thing. right. So, right. Uh, but uh, they shared a story from an actual archaeological journal. Forgive me. That was like a week or so ago. I don't have the link anymore. But the gist of it was that these archaeologists and and uh, fellow scientists found that they were studying the huge megalithic stones in Pumapunku mm-hmm. and every, you know Pumapunku is a classic classic ancient aliens yeah, uh, trigger site where yeah, it's like yeah. how do you how do you explain that science right. yeah. Richard Gere Goof balls. Uh, <laughs> Get out of Quit bothering my brother and solve this thing with all your buku dolores. Get your goddamn hands yeah. off her. <laughs> get that gerbil out of your ass, allegedly, and get to work. No, yeah. but uh, uh, it's it was really interesting. It's it's one of those things. And if it's if it's completely factual, they 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 the scientists say this is the most logical thing. Now that we found this thing, mm-hmm. it's the most logical way they could have done this. Uh, there is still no, you know, uh, project management papyrus like they found for the, yeah. the pyramids where they had these like foremen of the, yeah. the Who's fucking workers and whatever. Yeah. But there, the the smoking gun is there apparently is proof because they used electron microscopes and things like that for the mm-hmm. first time. On this, that's material. also what's crazy too. Yeah. Is like if we could just get somebody to uh, say, okay, Sukalos, right. Give us, give us some fucking money. Give a grant to a lab, right. and we'll fucking help you prove whatever the fuck it really is. Right, right. right. So they found that the stones, the huge stones, were seemingly poured right. in a vitrified. liquid form. Yeah. Uh, well, vitrified, I think, is specifically insanely high heat melting okay. it. Because I thought it, I read it said vitrified. Well, and I, I think okay. I think they did, but they said there's a belief that these were vitrified or okay. whatever. Uh, and, and who knows, because I read it a couple times, yeah. but they said that a compound that they created with an acid that exists in abundance in local plant, in, in, in a certain local yeah. plant helps them to somehow melt yeah. the stone at or mash it down, turns it into a concrete of sorts, and then they poured it into the shapes right right, right, so, right. so yeah there's no hand carving and laser precision right. i mean i guess they'll you argue you can't put a slip of paper through it wild i can't uh, put my divorce papers through this <laughs> rock it's fucking nuts um but i'm assuming people will be like well then how did they frame it people be no. like yeah <laughs> <laughs> um ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, pivot pivot yeah. uh, no so Will be like how the. <laughs> <Sorry. laughs> 
They will <laughs> ask the question, how yeah. did they frame and build the molds right. for these things exactly. to be so perfect? Yeah. So that's nice. And I am sure that those same scientists are probably going to work on that too because yeah, they, you yeah. know so it'll be interesting to see if this uh i think that story or that journal was published in like late last year or earlier this year yeah. so pretty well, recent says vitrified is high heat and pressure he also said that yeah. dragon went beta this app and now you could be right it might be that that plant acid allowed it to crack a, up a enough heat. or something yeah, and yeah. i don't know you know so well yeah because um, chemical reactions again when you're just setting um like epoxies and resins right, get right. hot when yes. you add oh that's the, true the activator yeah. so you're not doing anything or maybe i misread it i'll go back and read it again i wonder yeah. if they were saying like the plant acid when burned got so hot uh, that it would allow it to vitrify but you have to know. get it to like well the stone i'm sure they heat it up. or something maybe like they that, heat you know? the like who cares but a <laughs> long story short they liquefied it right creamed it all in the yeah. the molds and went from i mean man so. when it's a hot day and i'm sitting on yeah. like a concrete bench or something the the, the hot moisture from my crack is left yeah. there it's heating up that stone not enough to vitrify it but it will uh uh <laughs> i can't i can't <laughs> yeah, i was gonna say scare people yeah. away with a v word but what would right. that mean uh the veracity <laughs> right no, yeah <laughs> It will. The velocity from which it sucks the, the yes. liquid yes. into the porous concrete right. yeah. is what's really scary. And, and when you reach those terminal velocities, your mind just melts. That's my legacy. I'm part of these benches forever. Yeah. I wear okay. very thin white shorts. No one better get <laughs> murdered here because my DNA is spread all up in this yes. goddamn bench. Um, but yeah, I thought that was interesting and kind of goes back to... Uh, ancient alien stuff i mean not that there not that there's not enough ufo content on right the secret of skinwalker ranch that we cover on hungry for skinwalker ranch see um but uh, yeah thought that was fun and i will keep an eye out if there are any updates to that uh oh another side note the james webb telescope i had said it was like right. up there and fully so it's successfully launched oh you believe it's there but, it, <laughs> but you believe in birds yeah, too okay. uh but the it was up there successfully. Everything's going great. But apparently, it's now taking weeks and weeks to make all of these like tens Fine of thousands tuning. of micro adjustments to the little mirrors on mm-hmm. there. Then to calibrate to focus it. And, Once yeah. it's calibrated, which I think is going to be in a few days or something, uh-huh. then it's going to be get. That's that's when it can like literally see fourteen billion light years Power away, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, which will be really interesting. But uh, <laughs> it'll just be. The white Christian Lord going, hello, guys. Yeah. Hey, I've been God. waiting. Yeah. <laughs> Where have you been for yes. the last 14 billion years? <laughs> Nothing yeah. banged. I just put everything to place as it is now. Okay. Uh, I, I mean, you caught me shaving. <laughs> regular bang. Not right. a big one. I'm sorry. Not, I'm a, a, blow, not a blow bang. <laughs> yeah. Modest, modest man. <laughs> not blow, not gang, nor yeah. sleet of snow. <laughs> Street my mang. Guys. Got an OTW. Ancient parts. Got, got a, a guy, guy off oh, the on, wall. No, on the okay, yeah, <laughs> on, the way. on the way. Oh, nice. All right, alien parts. There we go. <laughs> uh, I, we're gonna have uh, uh, old P. Matthews. He was the first one. The honor of asking us how we're doing when we Twitch stream is always bestowed on the first person in the Twitch chat, right? And or whoever the latest Patreon. That is true. Is. That is sometimes it's a very tough decision. So yeah, uh, yeah. P. Matthews is gonna ask. How you doing, Steve? How you doing, Joey? Doing okay. Um, yeah, I always feel like I have stuff to say, and then I totally forget once <laughs> I get here, and I'm like, I should have written it down. Um, 
like but memento. Yeah. You're just writing yeah, just everything. Writing you crazy do notes. And how am I doing? Is Walked this okay? to bathroom. Sat down. Is this nice? Struggled. Yeah. Hard. Hard. <laughs> um, yeah. Doing fine. Uh, yeah. This weekend was it actually was it Friday? No, Thursday night. It poured rain into Friday. So had to make sure we did it really. Hatch- yeah. Poured. Poured. Oh wow. Did you not get any? Because everywhere else got it. Because people in Pasadena, Mm -hmm. all the way down to where we were, because, yeah, everyone was like, oh, yeah, I woke up in the middle of the night because it was pouring like a torrential downpour. No, we had like some like mist, but I don't think we had any rain. It was overcast. But it it happened overnight. So you probably woke up just to wet, but didn't realize how much it actually had rained. I don't know. Um, But, anyways, yeah, what did I? Yeah. Went to the beach. We did some walking. Work's been not too bad. You're uh, how yeah, long just, in the new job now? Six, seven months? It was October. So what's that? October, November, December. Six-ish. January, February, March. Yeah, so six in. Yeah. So uh, almost seven, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Which is kind of wild to think about. Yeah. So <clears throat> yeah, just been doing that. Getting the discs going again. Uh, Selling the, the new... Clash brand, Nico LaCastro discs. Yeah, so that's that European brand. So oh, they're, they're like Euros, from huh? Swedish, some Swedish <laughs> shit. No, Finnish. Uh, on my face. <laughs> um, it's an old Y wing I found out in the woods. He wants stupid. Oh, <laughs> I found an old uh, yeah. Y fighter pilot. Yeah, um, he's coming from Tashi Station. He's getting some exactly. power converters. Yeah, it's a nice thing. You know, the the evaporators just need some yeah. work. It'll be good to go. <laughs> Polter Goose says, live in the dream. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so that brand came in, and they've just been sponsoring random people, whoever will kind of take them. Uh, but yeah, it's like a premium, again, dynamic They discs, look nice. S-line-y yeah. type stuff. Is so. it, are they uh, formed by Latitude, by Trilogy? No, or? it's their own. They're like oh. an... In, so Trilogy might wow. make them. I have no idea. But okay. they're made in somewhere Sweat. in Europe. Mm-hmm um so yeah nico just had his signature disc because again he doesn't throw for anyone officially nice so technically them and then gateway so yes uh and he's dating that cat merch lady right who's like 19 yes and, he's and i was like, like our age oh boy yeah. <laughs> he made a mess because she uh she also looks very quirky like funny but very quirky and 19 years yeah, old ish yeah. where i'm like she seems really young, and then like she, I saw her post. I think it's like "Love You, Baby," and it was LaCastro yeah, yeah. doing something. So like, yeah, okay. last year that I think they started dating, <laughs> and she had like a boy cut. Like she looked like oh, she was yeah, potentially yeah. just a lesbian disc right. golfer, and then all of a sudden she's dating him, and now throwing out her hair and stuff. So, yeah, you know, she's gonna be into it. Uh, but yeah, it was one of those like, wait, she's like eighteen, and then it's like now he's, but he's like a, as Matt likes to say, a crackhead, right? And like, yeah, it's very, very odd. Yes. But um, he's got the, he's got. He has, as you coined, BSPE, big street people energy. Exactly. So, yeah, yeah. For street person. Big energy. time. Yes. Yeah. Uh, He's a BSP. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess to plug that, we I would have been listening to the, yeah, the Not For Everyone podcast. Mm-hmm. Or, sorry, no, that's his regular show. So, that guy, Bobby, from that show, Crossing does one over. with the, the one time I was abducted by aliens right. girls. So they have a show where they talk about cryptids. So I've been listening nice. to that and enjoying that. Nice. And then, uh, yeah, again, I'll plug the Not For Everyone podcast. That's a fun one where they watch old shitty movies yeah, and then, yeah. like us, just kind of bullshit half the time. And they have a fun talk about Instagram, it. too. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So now uh, doing a lot of garage work. That's what it has been, actually, mm. now that I think about it. I'm like, why did I listen to a lot of podcasts? So I've just been 
purging the garage. I've been on Bespin, Cloud City. It's been kind of (laughs) wild. I think Lando's going to finally take me to dinner. It's going to be nice. Um, Oh, God, they were uh, fucking wheeling him around in that movie, the newer, one of the the newer Star Wars one. He's just like... Fucking ninety-two Cold years old, forty-five, huh? <laughs> um, but yeah, because they had a lot of cardboard. Lando, boxes. put the gun down. <laughs> What's this? A cupcake? <laughs> Alec Baldwin mur- <laughs> tragically <laughs> murdered uh, Billy, whatever the fuck, Billy D. Williams on yeah, the yeah, set yeah. of <laughs> The Last Jedi. <laughs> Take that, you stupid piece of shit! <laughs> Classic Alec yeah. Baldwin. He's Jack Nicholson. Take that, <laughs> Take that you stupid piece yeah, of shit. asshole. <laughs> Wait till they get a load yeah. of these blanks. Eat these cheeseburgers, you dumb bitch. I'm going to call your mom. Because wasn't that when they, he was drunkenly yeah. eating cheeseburgers? Remember how thin I was yeah. and the Beetlejuice? And I was It's handsome. like I'm a different human being. That's what Joey thinks anyway. I run a different <laughs> network on TV and I'm on a show about TV and yeah. the network. <laughs> uh, uh, quick question. Yeah. Have you, as Brody Smith yes. would say, been slinging... Yeah. Any of those discs? I haven't slanged dang as uh, Bobani here says those trash discs. So I'll, I'll probably bring some discs just to throw Thursday because we're going to oh, be nice. playing at the old uh, golf course there. Yeah. Film some content for the old black hole yeah. because I have the new Ricky Wysocki harps. Oh, I was going to say the, the glow harps. <laughs> well, I'm going to get I'm going to get a shitload of those slammers because yeah. those things are going to sell out. Those are basically like Tactic Zone equivalent things, right? They're like his pig. Right, pig right. and harp. So oh. just super overstable, mm. like three, four speed disc. Approach disc. Um, and everyone, which again, not that we're big in the disc golf world, but we would always say things are beefy or beef. Right. But now <laughs> yes, everyone's saying it. So like Dismania said it and everyone for this dumb Ricky Wysocki slammer, yeah. they're literally putting the beef sign yes. and ev- literally saying this thing yeah. is Beef, beef per beef, beef. Oh, all this beef. God. I'm like, we were saying that years ago, and now all of a sudden, uh, somehow it kind of it makes on. You, it makes me wonder if like they said it on a Jomez coverage or something, or like or in a in a you know what I mean, like I something know, popular but, or someone. Yeah, said that, but I'm but, just saying it's one of those things like we've said it forever. Like yeah. my brother and his friend said freaks and yeah. sick and yeah, yeah. things like that, and then all of a sudden it like just gets taken over. It's so weird, mm-hmm. but um. Yeah, so basically through Centel being Cape and Cal Collectibles, we're a buying back store. So that means I get first dibs at the dynamic disc stuff. Right. So those harps sold out. So if I didn't have the buyback, I couldn't have bought them because oh, they wow. sold out to the buyback dealers oh. first. And there's like 600 buyback dealers compared to 6,000 of every other type of dealer. Oh, wow. So basically you're only competing with a small group. Oh. So. Now we're going to get a little extra access, so oh, hopefully nice. that'll help too. But those things are glow, Such so. Yeah, I know. I'm like, what's this, a Kini, a Slammer, yeah. Pogs? Like, <laughs> that's um, exactly what I thought. Yeah. I like, oh, and they're going to do an Orbit one. Um, so that's their, like, Halo oh, style. okay, got it. Um, but, yeah, I'll probably bring that glow harp and just, like, you know, glow it up and throw it mm, and make little it. videos and stuff. Yeah. And, but, yeah, maybe I'll bring one of those Clash discs just to, we can all give a yeah, rip on it or whatever, well. so. Because, yeah, the Pepper's their highest speed, which is like an 11 speed. That's their But they're all like moderately stable. Yeah. Oh, Because wow. they started with popcorn. Mm-hmm. So the putter's mid-range and like maybe a fairway driver or something. And yeah. then the Nico's the first fairway driver, but it's like an overstable fairway. Okay. And then Pepper's. Yeah, does yeah, he have newest. enough to exclusively use them for his bag? No, no, no. So he's mix? Gateway and Clash. Oh, I see. Got it. So okay. I think he's like somewhat of an open bag, but those are his yeah. two main brains if he's Got maybe it. throwing something else. So. What about Hella Beef, says <laughs> uh, Would you guys listen to Cryptonaut Podcast? Would recommend. Oh, hmm. Okay, so. 
we'll take a picture of that and keep talking. So we're going to keep talking here. But anyway, so yeah, just been getting the garage ready, sorting old disc, new disc, getting the site going, getting it ready because apparently, yeah, May 1st, so Sunday is the grand reopening of Cape Account Collectibles with Black Hole Supply Company with Inside. So uh, hopefully we should be able to uh, move some of this there too. So Are you going to be at the store for any length of time or? No. I mean, I think I'll just kind of like restock it and have Sterling just. I, I kind of gave them the sheets of whatever. I mean, maybe mm. like Fridays, if it's light, I can go right. in and like work from there during the day or something. Give your expertise. Yeah. Yeah. For people coming in. I guess we'll just kind of have to figure out like one, if people start to show up for discs and then two. Right. What are the quote unquote busy days? Right. Right. For them. So has, yeah. uh, have you ever invited Sterling to play disc golf? Uh, he's thought about it more since now doing this but he's right. he's like kind of whatever okay. i think his knees maybe are kind of fucked up but, oh, okay maybe it'll uh, pique his curiosity yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Them, but wolf is them. all in he's like i want to get this he's like but i know oh, if nice. i buy any i'm gonna buy them all and i want a bag and he keeps asking me about the bags and stuff and then so does rob <laughs> yeah. um but again i just don't live up this way anymore so it's not like oh let's just go to huntington real quick it's right, like right. a little more of a hassle so yeah. they might start getting out there nice uh how are you joe uh i'm good uh talked about uh, my cat woes last week, but she's doing she's doing okay. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah, we did a lot of a lot of bread baking this week. I got oh, my yeah. sourdough starter still still starting. Are you gonna do sourdough pizza crust? Because that's oh, always yeah. delicious. Well, I mean, Sweet yeah. If I'm if I get used to doing it, then I would have it as my starter for everything. I okay. would think so because it's 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 more flavorful. It's healthier. Mm. It's easier to digest. Like all that stuff. But. Uh, because uh, you can do the focaccias and all that with the sourdough. Same. You sourdough can make literally any bread or donut or bagel or anything okay. with sourdough. So it's the sourdough starter is just instead of buying commercial yeast that's been like commercially crystallized so that it, whatever yeah it has a certain as soon as it hits water at a certain temperature this you know instant yeast will do this active dry yeast is a little slower will do this and then in if you live in Europe. You can go to to a market and get fresh yeast, which is basically mm. a little starter, right? And okay. but but the FDA doesn't approve those for sale right, here because dangerous. you can't. Yeah. But over there, you're going to a market every day or two, right, you know. Right, so right, it's like right. when you want to bake your bread, it's like, oh, I get it, put it in my fridge, and it's fine. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think I'm on day seven or eight, uh, and it's got the it's got the little citrusy kind of vinegary smell that all the videos say it should have. Right, right. Yeah, because uh, it's like the beers and stuff. Like, exactly. it's a wild dish. It's yeah, fermenting tangy, in there. Yeah. And uh, and so, yeah, you're literally just putting water and flour to start in equal parts. And then you start, you, you put a loose lid. You basically just want to keep bugs out. You want air to get to it. Right. Well, it's like, again, like brewing beer in my or my hot yeah. sauces as it ferments at gas. So yeah. it just needs to People burp. thousands of years ago would just notice, yeah. oh... This uh, this Basket stuff, swelling. Yeah. right? And then, or or yeah, this crap that I, this flour that I left out and it rained. It's all it's rising up now. So yeah, um, but uh, yeah, it hasn't it hasn't been doing like the nightly rise yet that I've Pulsing. seen. But mm. you're supposed to test if it floats in water. That's oh, the yeah. test if there's enough gas bubbles mm. that shows that there's enough yeast activity that it will start yeah, your yeah, bread. Right. So, right. Right. Um, so yeah, instead of using gentlemen, a tiny start little, your bread. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so that's and and. I feel confident at this point that all the other stuff that goes into pizza dough making specifically, because right. I haven't gotten that much into like shaping bread and scoring it and all right, that right, kind of right, stuff, right, but right. Uh, I know enough about texture and temperature and this, and I'm even like trying to only use my mixer as much as needed, and then I'm kind of hand finishing right, right. Uh, the rest of the way. But the only thing that changes is it's going to rise slower, so you have yeah. to allow for more time. 
uh, and it's um, the you have to like you have to fuck with the recipe because most recipes are yeast based. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's sourdough cookbooks and stuff too, but uh, because there's already grams of flour and water in your starter that now has active yeast, right? You have to just subtract those from the amount of yeast and water or flour and water you're putting in the recipe, which is very easy. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was it's insane though, like. <laughs> I looked at probably a dozen, 15-something videos mm-hmm. on the easiest way to start, you know, your first sourdough starter. Here's everything you need to know. I'm like, it's so, it was so fucking confusing. I'm not a math guy anyway. Right. But they were talking. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. The there's like feedback a light, was, Yeah, there's yeah, a hiss. I don't know. Someone was yeah, speaking in parcel happening. tongue yeah. in the background here. But uh, uh, none of these fucking videos, until I found this one guy who's a... Uh, called The Regular Chef on YouTube. He had a pretty mm-hmm. pretty easy uh, video, and he had the things on the screen, and it was it was like 10 minutes, too, so it was long enough that I was like, okay, because right. it basically takes a week minimum to get your st- your starter started. Okay. So, but he, he, I'll have to show him to you. He's basically like the Danny Lindahl, because he looks right. like him, like a little blonde Twinkie dude with a yeah, shitty mustache right, right, right. or whatever. Yeah, uh, Peter Pan, but I'll suck you up. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but, uh, yeah, thanks. Uh, shout out to him. Cause it was at least yeah. he finally, I was like the Danny Lindell. Yes. <laughs> to this regular chef. Cause at least I was like, Oh, that's all they've been trying. They're like, all of them were like, make sure and you, we're going to do a one, a one, four, four ratio. St-. And I'm like, whoa, 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 which would by the end of the starter, that means 25 grams of your starter. And every day you have to, you have to remove some cause you can't just let it continue to grow forever. Right. It'll barf over your container for yeah. it. So you always have to remove some. And then, oh, you know, overnight or whatever, and then you feed it fresh flour and water. But right. then, when the yeast is active enough, within twelve hours, it's at maximum yeastiness. Yeah. So, like our buddy Colin was saying, like you just if you're planning on baking or making dough the next morning, do it twelve hour, do it the night before you go to right. bed. The next morning, it'll be ready Should to go. Get, yeah. And so, anyway, but uh, yeah, that'll be a whole fun journey. I've been trying yeah. to look for uh, a a pizza oven, like a like a stone oven solution for. Because we're actually going to have a backyard in the new right. house uh, that isn't just necessarily. I mean, I have an uni that Dorschroner gave us, uh, oh. and we can. Wait, just... You said bring the door or something. Uh, I mean, I that? can, or I'm, I mean, I'm going to see him on the thirtieth. That's next what I'm saying. Week, so I'm going to bring this Saturday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's so what I'm going to bring him next week. Sorry, whatever. But yeah, because he he made his purely gas powered, so he wants the different door that he gave to me, and yeah. then blah blah blah. Um, but uh, I, I'm also just going to be like, I'll just start on that first. Because I'm getting all deep into it. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I want one that I can do three or four pizzas in at one time. Because like, so, I could get the Gosney Dome, which is a little bigger. But they don't have the Gosney Master, which is like the one that you can have the few pizzas. Mm-hmm. But it's not a commercial that costs 30 grand or whatever, right, right. too. So getting ahead of myself. But I'm, we're very excited to have a place. You can just make them with a brick. Right, you can just hand you just make them. fucking smash the make shit out, out of the dough with a brick yeah. with pepperoni <laughs> make and it sauce. With the brick, <laughs> throw uh, it in the fire yeah, pit, yeah. <laughs> smell the pizza for Same. a second, and then go away. Exactly. Uh, and then yeah, I could I could also build my own oven too for probably yeah. like five hundred bucks worth of parts. Yeah, but it wouldn't necessarily have a gas hookup, and I want the dual because I know there's going to be times where I'm like, I don't want to deal with the fucking wood right now, you know, too. So, um, so you just got to run a gas line to it then. Right, but no. uh, that is that is like all of the instructions. I'm sure they have them, but you have to like then now you're doing like 
fabricating and metal to screw a, the thing into, like the back that Josh did mm-hmm. in the back of his uni and stuff. Right, anyway. right. But uh, yeah, I should just start with what I have first once right, I have right, the right. chimney back and the proper door. Right. Because he's all gas on that thing. Right. And technically, he has the parts I need. I have the ones he needs. So, yeah. Um, Gross Snake says he's been listening for two years and started on Stitcher. Oh, wow. Interesting. Uh, to our show? I guess. Oh, okay. Or, or maybe it's the other one. I don't know. Oh, cool. oh subscribe for 24 months. So, yeah, oh, so wow. it's been two years. Okay. Nice. Yep, Thank yep, you, yep. Grove Snake. Uh, that's why he has the little king icon next to his screen name. handle. King. But, uh, yeah, so made made some dough. We met. Um, we had dinner. We met uh, with my family yesterday. Met my sister's new boyfriend. Uh, seemed very nice. So, hopefully, everything is goes well with that bow bandy it's not no uh heartbreaker but uh uh, saturday we had dual birthday for sarah's brother and her mom because they're within two days of each other set up a whole uh sarah alone set up a whole letter kenny birthday for him oh jesus with no other help I mean, I helped yeah, because I helped. You. I cooked everything that day. I made smash burgers, and we got old world sausages mm. uh, and uh, some other stuff. And uh, like, I figured out the present and all this kind of stuff. But yeah. uh, she went all out, and it was a time. So, um, and then I polter goose. <laughs> and then uh, I'm going backwards in time. But Friday uh, was a Detroit pizza night. Um, definitely have to. I mean, I, I'm gonna take a break. But that's been Detroit Pizza Night for like 12 months almost because I've been obsessive. Yeah, and so because I, t- at this point, I technically like the normal thing. Those are fucking easy for me to make now. Yeah, but like, uh, and the you know easy to work with and shape and whatever. But there's the the Detroit stuff or like this you know square slices are like a challenge and a different. All this other shit goes into play. Yeah, it's always really good. Yeah, <laughs> which yeah. is great. But uh, definitely burnt out need to take a little bit break <laughs> like even sarah was like can we just like make like fish or steak or something yeah, next just friday and i'm like yep yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally fine because i was baking like a bunch Never of i was tacos. i was even making <laughs> um like kind of piadina like like uh colin did where you if you have leftover dough i just made a full batch where i basically flattened them into little pizza rings like the dough balls but i just baked them like that so then they become a little uh sandwich little like bun. bread so yeah which is really good. Uh, I probably will do that forever at this point, especially when hopefully the sourdough stuff right, starts right, working. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Anyway, what did what did we watch on Friday? Oh, a lot of paranormal stuff. New New right. Ghost Adventures was actually pretty good. Uh, Portals to Hell. Mm, I really like Jack Osborne. They hit. They they'll get one or two things sometimes, but okay. like the last, they're only on episode two or three of the new season. The, the second half of season two was kind of meh. Okay. First season was great. I loved it. But right. uh, it's a little... They're they're trying to copy the other paranormal shows too much now. They're doing a lot of like, you know, like like uh, smash cuts of like... Like some little right. reenactment thing or effects or whatever. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. I liked the show because like it was scary. more low-key. Yeah, yes. Yeah, and yeah. so... Uh, but you can tell that the producers have their finger up the ass of that show because yeah, well, you yeah. gotta do this, you gotta do that, whatever. Right. You gotta jazz it up. You gotta be more like yeah, Zach. Yeah. But um, they capture some some pretty good stuff. Uh, yeah. They bring in um, some really good psychics blind, and then they fucking bring them in. They say all this like super accurate stuff, which is interesting too. It's always interesting to see what they maybe were also saying that was wrong because yeah, yeah, they're yeah, editing yeah, yeah. it down from right. two hours to like two minutes. But yeah. um, 
but uh, yeah, lots of lots of paranormal stuff. Um, I watched a lot of. We got heavy, so thank you for your Discovery Plus access. Oh yeah, heavy into the ninety day fiance realm. Oh boy, and then Discovery Plus soon to be part of, of HBO, HBO Max, Max, which is so great because now be I don't easy. have to fucking yeah. watch it through Amazon. Right, so. right. Uh, but yeah, and then the the before the ninety days was another show uh-huh. where that big ad guy, so the guy with like no neck, oh, that's yeah. where he started on. So uh-huh. we're like several seasons in on that, and that focuses on him. No, it focuses on so like ninety day was like oh I met this person, and then right. the show was like them coming to America, and then the ninety day like K one visa process. Oh right, right. But then they realize oh the real spicy shit is meeting someone before you even get to that proposal. Right. Mm-hmm. So before the 90 days is this like the big reveal. I met this person and like, right. you don't know if they're being catfished or right, right. what it is when they go over there. And that show is insane. Yeah. So if you guys are looking for garbage, <laughs> okay, mindless TV, I recommend that because okay. that shit is amazing. It's oh, like nice. crazy old white ladies going to fucking, um, Big Nigeria money. and meeting guys. And then a lot of charming guys out there. Well, yeah. One guy is this like, Hip hop, like hip hop star, and this other, and this lady, she talks like this. Oh. Uh, and uh, Usman, he's social boy, and he made this song, "Baby Girl, I Love You," and that's for me. And oh my god, he is so on, and I love social oh. boy. And she's like over there, and just like a tyrant, because it's oh. this like this white lady from like Pennsylvania who right. talks like this, yeah, in an African country with right. a young guy who like has fans, and she just like messages anyone who comments, "I love you, social boy," like on his Instagram. She goes, who's this? Why are you doing this? And, like, attacks that person. So it's, like, these insane people. (laughs) Yeah. There's this guy who's, like, spent over $300,000 over seven years messaging a girl in Ukraine. Wow. Because he has to go through a website, and she won't not go through the website, Uh and they charge you per minute to chat. Oh, what an idiot. It's, like, all these things. It's, like, it's just all these train wrecks of (laughs) people and, like, What's it called? Before the ninety days. Oh, before the ninety. Oh, that's sorry. what I'm saying. So the the show's ninety day fiance. Got and it, This got is it. like a spinoff. That's yeah. before the ninety day. That sounds more interesting to me than exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's okay. way it's way more. Yeah. So. Um. Yeah. Wrapping up. Oh, huh. not that anyone really cares that much, but uh, anyone that even sort of games realize knows the fiasco that was Cyberpunk 2077 in its release oh, in right, December right, 2020. Right. It wasn't working on anything but the highest NPCs, whatever. But it's from the guys that made The Witcher 3, like all the Witcher series, and I right. fucking love that game. Uh, so I've been waiting until the true, now current gen, but they yeah. call it next gen version, uh, came out. It did. The patch came out. It was patch 1.5. I was like, ooh, finally get to try out Cyberpunk. I'm stoked. Uh, and I was just bummed because, I mean, it's it's like it looks beautiful, whatever. The Just like The Witcher 3, the worst part of The Witcher 3 was the gameplay. Mm-hmm. But the world was so, like, the fucking, mi- the quest design was so fun. Like, the shit yeah. that you found on this massive world was great. The weather was, was beautiful. It was very, in- the characters were all acted super well. Super mm-hmm. deep, you know, engaging thing. Uh, and that, that I was like, okay, this dumb, shit, kind of shitty, floaty sword play feels crappy and whatever. Yeah, yeah. But, um, so, not always known for game- nailing gameplay. But this is a first person game. And so, right. I mean, but you're like... You can have fucking blades in your arm, or you can have guns that tase people right. and do this. And there's stealth kills, which I fucking love. It's my, my favorite yeah, thing. Yeah. And the gameplay feels like fucking the same. Like, they are like a floaty company. Like, I don't like fl- a lot of floaty gameplay. Mm-hmm. That's what, like, like all the all the newer, like, Japanese role-playing game-style right. things. You're not it's, really doing a lot it's to all control about, it. It's all yeah. about 
flying and, and it's like, right, like right. floating within it because it's all this anime bullshit where everyone just clashes in the air like fucking right, morons. Right. You're not really, it. yeah, in there's control. No, there's yeah. no visceralness to it at all. Right, right. And so I played Cyberpunk for like six hours. It did the fucking thing where let's make the first five hours 20-minute long forced tutorial segments. And it's like, there's yes, you have to tell people how to play, but right. you should do it by like having an engaging Actually mission playing. that you're yeah, doing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and a little thing goes, hey, use this button to do this. Yeah, yeah, it's like, great. It. Oh, yeah, I fucking yeah. stabbed a guy with my blade arms or whatever. Yeah. It's not like that. It's t- They go, the first thing you do, hey, before we get into this cool city that's the whole fucking star of the game, let's go into some VR tutorials for two hours. And I'm just like, Okay, I'll give it this. It's going to be like a 120-hour long yeah, game. Set me up for success. Gave up on it after six hours because I read up and I did my research. Everyone's like, of course you get new abilities and stuff, but they're like, the, the gameplay and the gameplay loop do not change the entire game. I'm like, I tried it. I'm out. Yeah, Whatever. Yeah. So uh, I'm playing an underrated game right now called Ghostwire Tokyo, which okay. is really good. It's it's like a horror horror sci-fi game, Okay, and you're in a, an, a completely empty Shibuya, which is like the where the scramble seven crosswalk thing that everyone sees oh, in, right, you know, from, right, right, from Tokyo. Right. Shibuya is a, like a, a neighborhood in Tokyo, but uh, the the plot is very wacky and weird. Where some guy is purpose he he creates this mist that that turns people into like takes their bodies away, yeah. and you're alive. And this old detective guy that was studying this guy, mm. uh, he's a ghost, but he gets in your body, and oh, he has yeah, the power yeah. of the ghost wire, which can fucking kill the and it's it's really creepy and cool and and it but it basically is like an open world it's almost like bioshock which i know you never played but it's right. like you get these different you're you're doing it's very japanese on but not in a dumb anime way it's like right, very right, into right. like the religion and spirituality of japan so you're you're fighting these creepy fucking ghosts uh with like all of these cool charms like he's like shooting fire out of his mm. hands or wind or it's all elemental shit like that yeah. but uh really big sleeper hit um and uh uh, one of the, probably the last game for a long time on PlayStation from Bethesda because they got bought by Microsoft. Oh, okay, this so was yeah. one of the original deal before that. Transition. Or two, yep, so. yep. Uh, other than that, that's pretty much it. That's how she's doing. Do you have to rock a piss or anything? No. I'm Do good. you? Okay. Yeah, I feel like maybe I'm not drinking enough. We used to always have to like, maybe because we drank Hard beer piss. back then yeah, too. Yeah. But we well, yeah, if any a... beer during the, but since here we don't really drink beer, but I right. still had to piss sometimes where. No, yeah. no. I don't know. The last few months I feel like I haven't. I'll but. take it. Um, we are in season two, episode two, and it is called Carved in Stone because this episode generally centers around some petroglyphs that our team, our plucky little team, never found until yeah, they yeah, brought yeah. in Ryan Skinner, another well, hunky I was going to say, guy. There's, there's almost a little standoff-ish when he a got there. stand Auschwitz. See, ooh, <laughs> who's that hot blonde guy? Um... Because, yeah, Travis was like, hey, nice to meet you. Like, kind of like, yes. not, as like, oh, there's another <laughs> sexy hunk here. I'm so. glad you noticed it, too, because yeah. every cut they did to Travis, like, just when someone else was talking, he looked kind of like, not pissed off. He looked like pouty or kind right, of, like, yeah. perturbed or, like, right. I don't trust this Judging guy or something. A yeah. Bit, yeah. A little dragon energy. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's that, that because he brought the BHE, the big hunk energy. Exactly, yes. <laughs> yeah, because that, that Ryan Skinner guy... Uh, right. he's like he looks like a fucking dickhead, like ultra marathoner or right, a fucking right, Iron right, Man right. competitor or yeah, something yeah, like yeah. that. You know, All, he had really uh big Will Forte energy. Mm, mm-hmm. He was like when he would talk, it was kind of like the, like how Will Forte does those characters right, for right. Tim and Eric and stuff yeah, 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 like yeah. that. But uh, anyway, but it was 
This was a guest-a-thon. This was like a oh, surprise yeah. guest-a-thon. And I was waiting for Rabbi Zadok because in the season preview, you see, uh, he's in there somewhere. I could have sworn uh, when Brandon Fugel's like, I have an expert. I want to talk to you here. Yeah, and then I yeah. thought it was going to be Zadok for some reason, even though, I mean, it was good. I'm glad yeah. that he wasn't. But uh, yeah, they're, I'm, I'm still appreciative of they're riding the line between recapping things too much. Yeah. But I will give them leeway because the theme of the show is now becoming Analyze. how is it all connected. Right. 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 So they Analyzing keep... Analyzing the data. It's just, it's just dumb that they, they still spend a long time... They're still doing the Prometheus Entertainment. Hey, what if it's someone's first episode? We got to tell them what's yeah, going... Yeah. It's like you can give context in a classier, right, faster right, way, right, right. though. And uh, they're... But still, it's not egregious. This episode was riding the line for Borderline. sure. Yeah. Again, like I said, too much cowbell yes. in this one. Yeah, because they, they go into the cow... And they see the cow yeah. that with the new Dr. Taylor. Yeah. And then they show two and a half minutes of describing the other vet from season one. Right, right. Cutting that thing up. This. And it's just and like, said, yeah. guys, you know, like we don't we don't need all of that. Yeah, so yeah. Um, anyway, we start off. It is the night of presumably it's 1124 p.m. And it's after Travis, Caleb and Eric were having them burgers out by Travis's uh, oh, yeah. trailer. Travis the trailer. Yeah, smash one of these. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, these dirty burgers. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I made. Did I say that already? I made smash, smash burgers. Yeah, 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 yeah. They were yeah. Very you good. said it. Okay, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I made uh, my brother-in-law food cry. Oh, there you yeah. go. And then his wife said, and I didn't even think they were like my father-in-law's grill can get very hot, but for some mm-hmm. reason, the cast iron was. I had the cast iron uh, on top thing on the there, grill. which at my grill it like yeah. fucking smoking. It's going crazy, mm-hmm. but. Uh, I, I felt like they needed like an extra minute or two and like the mm-hmm. Maillard effect wasn't happening as good as I wanted, but right, it was still right. really good. Uh, but she said, in and out wishes they were this good. Oh, wow. Because I made my own uh, House burger sauce, sauce too. Yeah, so. yeah. Um, now what he cares about your mm. burger sauce recipe. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Russian dressing. <yeah>. <laughs> uh, Dragon, Travis, Eric, Thomas, and Caleb. They're debriefing with Brandon Fugel on the phone. In the command center, dressed very nicely to get filmed now, yeah. I'm assuming, oh, yeah. that night. Because they were in, like, you know, fucking tank tops and jock straps, yeah, things yeah. like that. The typical <laughs> thing. Yeah, assless uh, jocks. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, for some context, which they go into quite a bit, the last episode ended with Caleb hearing something or seeing something in the brush next to the little picnic area they were in. He busts his... They keep saying revolver or flashlight, which leads me to believe there's a flashlight sight on right. this revolver that he has. Because, uh, of course, it couldn't just be a flashlight. He's got to pull... Yeah, yeah. Gu- the security yeah. guys have to have guns and everything. Right. But uh, pulls out the flashlight, goes over there, calls for the rest of them. Travis sees the flashlight shine on what he describes as a shimmering yellow-orange rectangle that is metallic-looking in nature. And in this episode, he's like, he's like, now the flashlight... The second Caleb's flashlight shined on it, it was like a mirror. And the second I saw it, and it flashed, it just disappeared. And he's like, he's like, it didn't run away. It didn't, it didn't go off into yeah, the freaking yeah. distance. It literally was there, and then it was not there. And yeah, that's yeah. like, poof, you know. And, like, and people have tried to recreate that in movies, and it's like they never quite, unless you literally just one frame something's there and then it's not, and you don't make like a dumb sound effect, like, yeah, yeah. a popping sound or something, but pulsating. <laughs> uh, but that's what happened. And it, like, legit freaked Travis out. Because this is the first time it was close to him. Like, this right, is... Right. He says it later. He's like, I finally have my personal paranormal experience. I should be on Bigfoot Collector's Club. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 
and uh, so he has, you know, he's seen all this other shit from the first season, but this is like in real time happening to him. And, and believe me, if I saw a, a metal rectangle yeah. in the desert, right. <laughs> uh, that would be fucking insane. Like yeah, it, it yeah. reminds me of, uh, of John E. L. Tenney and how he's writing that book called the Formanauts. And it's basically the, the inverse of like the Inhumanoids book that I'm reading, which is, mm-hmm. it, which is all humanoid cryptids okay this is the opposite where because he loves getting like he, he's only interviewing people that are like i saw a a small black triangle with what looked like legs but had wheels on the bottom and it was covered in what looked like black cat's hair hmm. and it had two shining lights completely on opposite sides that were flashing red and green and he's and he's like green he's like what the fuck Doesn't is that sense, and people yeah. are like what the fuck is this you know and so uh, they they capture some of that kind of stuff on Paranormal Con on camera, but that show is very suspect. Like, right. I, well, it's that show the first season. Yeah, I watched you, some you of saw. Yeah, it's like there was something was hoax. Yeah, yeah, this is and, like, yeah. And also, like I've heard three or four of the people that are talking heads on that show when they're on other shows, they literally say they're like most of the evidence on that show is fucking garbage. Yeah, just they're, shit. but they're like they're like but sometimes it shines through. He's like but. You can't ever tell because we are supposed to act excited about every piece. Right, of right, right. It's, it's like the like, Bible. Come on, guys. Like, yeah. oh, is this real or fake? Where does the right. the what's it called? The poetic kind of license come in? Yeah, language yes. and what's fact. And, right. Yeah. The romantic. How much is right, romanticized? Right. right, right. right. Um, but uh, but yeah. To Travis's credit, scary as fuck. And he tried to take his camera out, take a picture, and it disappeared. And then the linked event was that he looked up with his phone camera, didn't capture on the phone camera, but. They did capture it on the surveillance camera, which was a horizontal rectangular f- thing of white yeah. shooting horizontally across the screen, like to the right. So um, they're telling this all to Brandon. We also get the first shot of Caleb without his hat on, without oh, right. a hat on. Yeah, yeah. Pulsating. He has his head is the future timeline of Travis Taylor's head. He has right. even less hair. Yeah. But he's still spiking it up and trying to keep it. It's yep, like, yep. dude. You'd look so much cooler if you just fucking shaved it, yeah, right? Just like, just up. own up to yeah, it. Yeah, it's yeah, over. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's over, uh, Chad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, more of that fine doll's hair kind of look. But, uh, uh, oh, Brandon, when, when Travis says, you know, suddenly it was there, and then suddenly it wasn't. Brandon's like, immediately he's like, oh, so it had uh, some sort of stealth technology, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, and I'm like, maybe, but, and you could say technology in the sense that maybe this is just a fucking thing that can do that. Right, right. right. Um, but, uh Brandon, I think, is trying to. I think Brandon, which is good, is trying to remain ground as grounded yeah. as possible too, even with all this crazy stuff. Um, Thomas confirms that uh, uh, they didn't pick up any of the ground you know, with the, the rectangle on the ground on any surveillance, but they at least got the sky yeah. uh, occurrence. So uh, this is where Travis is like, "It was scary as hell." Uh, uh, Eric shows the surveillance footage. Brandon is, uh, well, Brandon, he doesn't see it. He's like, uh, can you send that to me immediately so I can review it, Eric? <laughs> uh, talking to Travis says, now, first glance, and this is what I said last week. I was a little skeptical. He's like, now, first glance, you think it looks like a meteorite or a shooting star. But if you look at it closely, it has a different trajectory. It's going more, almost perfectly horizontal, uh, as opposed to coming down like a meteorite does when it's on impact course with Earth. And that's kind of what I was saying last week. I was like, shooting stars kind of, always have an arc to it even if you're seeing him from weird angle or something this was just a straight shot yes parallel to the ground line so um 
Travis wants to focus on the sighting on the ground, though, more than the one in the sky. He wants to gather more data on it, uh, which I was kind of bummed that they didn't go back and do anything with that this episode. It's like a total dangling fucking participle. I don't know. Yeah, Yeah, there we go. Um, That... uh, we, we move on to all the petroglyph stuff and we never go back to the fucking rectangle thing. So uh, it makes me wonder if the, the producers are like, here's the most interesting piece of evidence. We have to use that as a cliffhanger. Yeah. Like, you know, like if you if they forcefully right, right, right. spread yeah, it out or something. But um, P. Matthews got to work overtime. Says nope. good night, baby boy and baby mouth. It was good seeing you. Good seeing on you the well. morrow, P. See, Matthews. See. Uh, say hello to that wife of yours. Yeah. She always mentions that he tortured right, her with right, our show. Right. Um, <laughs> oh, Brandon points out that, that you know these are continuing to be correlated events. All the evidence continues to have some connection to at least right, one right. other one. And he says, uh, uh, something mysterious and potentially insidious is going on. I think it does give evidence to the fact that we're definitely not alone on this ranch. There's someone I think we should speak with. His name is Ryan Skinner. I'll arrange for him to come out this week. And so... Three days later, Dragon is driving Ryan Skinner out to the command center. They're just fucking yucking it up. They yeah. give his they give his accolades, uh, which are specifically he's like a, a master of the landscape at Skinwalker Ranch. He's right. been like documenting the sky, the the mesa, the land, the, the like the orbs and the whatever. And and his his one personal paranormal experience he had while documenting stuff on the ranch was you know he has telescopes and cameras and things like that mm-hmm. he says he, he he saw a silver a big silver orb rise up over the mesa come right towards him barrel down on him so he bolts he drops all his shit and bolts and runs yeah. away uh he didn't he never said how it resolved uh yeah. i'm assuming he might have like just turned around at some point and it just was gone but uh that is pretty crazy if that's exactly what happened but um he knows the lay of the land, though. That's that's all we really have to keep in mind. And his his only point in this episode is to show them the rocks with the petroglyphs, which have been in front of their face the whole time. Right. But they've just never looked at Knew that. Knew where to go. Right. Yeah, or what to look at. Yeah. Which literally look like the most unique rocks on the entire mesa. Yeah, They're yeah, all yeah. black and, you know, whatever. Yeah. So I guess, but yeah, if you don't go up there, it just True. looks like, yeah, a yeah. mess from below. You just would have thought that, like, Thomas or Dragon, who have worked here for years, right. would have seen that at yeah, some yeah. point. But... And who knows? Maybe they did, and they wanted to fucking just get this guy on the show. Um, <laughs> uh, Ryan already knows Eric and Thomas and Dragon. They're like, "Yeah, it's going whatever." Uh, has the slightly awkward meeting with Travis, but he's he's stoked to meet Travis. Say that, but Travis yeah. is like, eh, you know, kind of like negs him. He's like looking down. Hey, nice to meet you. Good to yeah, have yeah, you yeah. here. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they all get in the UTV and they head up to the rock carving. So um, Ryan believes that the ancient Utes of Navajo they were experiencing the same kind of weird activity too. Right. And they were possibly documenting it on this rock. So big dramatic commercial break. Uh, they come back and they're, they're talking for like five minutes about what it looks like. All the little carvings. Mm-hmm. Travis thinks that at least some of them are constellations. He's like, you know what I think this is? And he starts fingering the, the petrol. He's like, I think this is the big dipper. And I think this, and it's a big kind of curved line, uh, is either Cassiopeia or Draco. Right. Uh, <laughs> there's a few times Malfoy. where there's a few times when he yeah that's what I thought too had enough Potter uh, <laughs> where he has to say like now now I'm an astronomer so this is what yeah, I yeah, think yeah. it's like okay we get it it's fun <laughs> to see him a little right. threatened in some yeah, weird yeah, way have to flex yeah because uh, I think I think without because who else is Dragon Caleb Eric Thomas the caretakers I think now that Sagala is gone 
Travis is the only doctor on the like, core true. group here. Yeah. So <laughs> he's got to lead it. Now there's like two or three different yeah. doctors on this episode that are new. So uh, talking to Travis points out the history of that, you know, the Utes and Navajo, they're known for petroglyphing and painting, mm-hmm. right? So yeah. carving or painting on rocks, which is cool because he's just trying to say, hey, they do have a history. It's likely yeah. them and they have a history of doing this, right? And they were in the area for thousands of years. So he thinks it could be a star map. And he also points out, which is cool, what looks like it looks like they carved the horizon line of the mesa mm-hmm. too, like the peak of the mesa. So, uh, and then showing the the stars, you know, if they're if they're uh, constellations, showing them above the mesa as they would have seen them. So, uh, and he and he points out, uh, he's like, and and look at these two spots, and there's like two kind of like lighter spots, and he's like, he's like, now what does that remind you of? And they, and basically they're the exact spot that they were shining the laser on, that it was reflecting in a weird way mm-hmm. in the season one. And then they saw the huge glow happen above the like uh, peak of the Mesa there. That's depicted in the petroglyph. And then later the beams were coming out of that thing right, too, okay. of infrared light. Yeah. And Eric says he's to Ryan. He's like, he's like, now Ryan, what jumped out at you when uh, you discovered this? And Ryan points out the triangle shapes that are in there in the sky of the picture. Mm-hmm. And he says that the Shermans, who were the original caretakers, they then cut to Brandon. They give the whole history of the Shermans again and whatever Dragon does too for some reason. And um, they they owned the place in the 90s before selling it to Robert Bigelow. Lots of crazy shit happened. They left because it was ruining their lives and uh, killing lots of their animals too. So uh, the Shermans would see, they reported seeing portals open up over that mesa and metallic triangle things coming out of it, which right. is weird too. So it is cool that it's like, oh, maybe... What Ryan is saying is that the Utes and Navajos were depicting the same phenomenon yeah. happening, right? So, and that could link, you know, Travis is like, now what other fucking metallic, we just saw a metallic thing. It was like, you know, so right, it's like, right, what right. are these weird little formanon things, things yeah, that, yeah. you know, aren't really a UFO or what? I mean, they are, but they're not right. necessarily an alien craft. Like, what the fuck are they? So, um, Brandon Dragon and Thomas go into the Sherman. Oh, that's really, that's, sorry, I already said that. They go into the history of the Sherman family. And uh, and then it, it's kind of awkward silence, and, and then Travis is like, "Well, hey man, Ryan, this was cool, dude. Yeah. Thanks." And then they all <laughs> leave. Yeah. Uh, they head back. Doctor Dean Taylor, another Doctor Taylor, is called in to basically do a year later post mortem on this cow, the right. dead cow from season one. So with all of this, yeah, my scientific mind kicks in, right. Because, again, they keep talking about soft tissue, and I'm like, I think I've seen some debunking on some of these things, okay. right? Because they're like, there's no blood anywhere. On cow mutilation no blood. stuff. Yeah. Because yeah. the blood, <laughs> uh, like any corpse, the blood will pool, uh-huh. right? So once something dies, right. your blood pressure goes to zero, right, right. right? And you're not shooting out blood. So if you're just right. laying there. Which is what the, the original vet said, where it all pooled in the could, lungs. Right. right. Well, because was that when it was dead, though? Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah, yeah, then yeah. it's like, they're like, Turned there's black, no blood in anything, and, yeah. right? So it's like, okay, so if something eats away the soft tissue, right? The blood's pooling elsewhere. Maybe right. that's why there's no blood. Right. Why don't, with the, the budget of this show yeah. and people, we either fucking Jurassic Park it or straight up kill it. Right. Put it out there. Yeah. Let a wild animal kill it. Right. And or put a, a bolt in its brain. Right, right. Seal that up. Set it out there. Yeah. Walk away and see what happens. So we can prove. Right, right, right. Hey, there are coyotes. This is what a mangled cow yeah, yeah. that does die randomly look like. Right. Is that the, For a comparison, yeah. Exactly. Because right now it's like, like, this is so weird. This should happen. It's like, okay, but you're in a land saying all these things should that are happening, that aren't happening, and all this mm-hmm. stuff. Like. 
can we please just have a control or some sort of right 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 we know there's no disease we killed it yeah animals came and crushed and ate the fuck out of it right right so now that can prove this is weird just i don't yeah. know that just that's in the back of my mind like yeah yeah how do we not know there's just something weird about this where land, they they're right? thinking that dr dean taylor is enough that they have we've had two vets have right, right, right. the situation <laughs> uh, no but i see what you're saying like at least because even if they don't have to show it live they could be like hey we had to slaughter a cow two years ago and here's right. the pictures of it because and it was totally different and, yeah, than and we this let thing it or sit out too. here and yeah. you know it's just that's just where i go right, you know, right. again if, yeah. yeah you want to be you want to be healthily skeptical right and not just you know like and travis says multiple times he's like now we have to, to not allow ourselves to get out of hand here. Like just get, go down a rabbit right, hole for right. the sake of going down yeah. it, right? Because it's like when they go back to that year, it's like okay, there's a cowhide and a uh, skeleton, yes. right? It's like I don't know how edible that hide is, right, right? Right. So it's like, is it weird that it's there? I don't know. Yeah. You know? It's like I mean, we have fossils of animals where they're like perfectly yes, yeah, the yeah. whole skeleton and laying there so clearly and there that were no happens. there were no bite like he he points out there should be bite marks on this thing but on those maybe there's right, no right, real right. bite marks but they also might have fucking died in a a mud bath and then it fucking yeah so they some puma pumpkins put some plant acid in there and fucking right, melted it fried, <laughs> yeah uh it i mean it was interesting not disagreeing but it was interesting in terms of counterpoints is that they've they've been keeping track of this cow and there he's like Thomas has never seen bugs on it, which I didn't even realize right. that I was like, oh shit. Not, not only scavengers, but why wouldn't bugs be fucking trying to eat this thing too? Right. You well, know? because they said they moved it though. Like it died right. here and yeah. they moved it. They out moved over to a here, remote area. So, like... so but they was specifically so scavengers wouldn't be scared to come too close to right, people. Right, right, right. Yeah. Again, so at what point did they move it? What was in there when right. they moved it? I don't know. Yeah. I'm just saying let's investigate, but let's just can someone do a test kill right. on this property? Because what if there was a weird plant acid answer that no one has thought of yet. Yeah. Or maybe because there's they're just not, not a lot of coyotes the out there. Yeah. You know. And right. Or big yeah. cats or whatever. Right. Like they're scared. Cause it takes for as much as like mountain lions show up around these neighborhoods and coyotes. Like yeah. if you do go out in the woods, I've never seen a mountain lion. I've seen a coyote probably once at yeah. my cabin. Well, you were around, but I'm just saying it's <laughs> no, like <I> you <laughs> have just enough people. Then they're actually scared off because they have yeah, so maybe. much other land they can cover. They're like, yeah. I'm not, it's not even worth my time. Animal see people driving around here. the property. And yeah, it's like enough activity that they just stay away. So, right. I don't know. Yeah, no, exactly. No, it, it would be nice to go. Here's the usual. Like, here's a calf. Here's a yeah. here's a bird that other birds picked apart. Right, it happens right, all the time yeah, here or whatever, yeah, too. Yeah. So. Um, I think that they're, I think they're doing enough due diligence, but they are making a very outlandish claim. Right. And so you have to go the extra mile right, to do you that. Wanna, right. Yeah. Prove it. Uh, but, but to them, they're like, well, Hey, but Linda Moulton, how that actually well, is a good, yeah. maybe not for tomorrow. Cause it'll take too long. I think and we could, we could just watch yeah. it and review it, but is uh strange harvest, which is her documentary about oh, cattle right, mutilations right, right. from the eighties too. That might be a good one. Yeah. Um, but uh, and we can have a segment about the Batman if we wanted yeah, to. Right, right, right. right. Um, but yeah. Uh, so Thomas is saying usually within a week, and Doctor Doctor Taylor agrees. Usually within a week, that fucker's picked clean according to his experience. Right. right. right? So, uh, you know, talking to Travis, of course, wonders if it's all related in some way. They keep they say that that's going to be the that's kind of the Anunnaki of this show is pointing out or questioning is this all related and just right, like. Right. I think every episode now is going to end with talking head Brandon Fugel going, 
No, I want to know what the deeper mystery is. I want to know how this is all connected and what it means for the universe. Which is fine. I get it. But it's every fucking time. It's a little much. Uh, I mean, we're watching it once a week. We're not binging it even either. And it's repetitive to us. Exactly. Um, The vet says, this was interesting, I thought, too. Even if the cow that died, which was diagnosed by the first vet with rapid acute onset pneumonia. Right. Um which would be caught could be caused by extreme stress, which yep, could have been yep. the rockets going off, the UFOs, whatever. Uh, he said, "You still would have seen that cow even for a few days, having trouble breathing, coughing, sne- there'd be snot, mucus, yeah. yeah, slowing down, whatever." Which they didn't report it, but they also weren't tracking that cow for those few days too. Right, so right, right. Could yeah, or they didn't have. know to look for it. Yeah, exactly. So um, he 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 confirms he's like, "I've never seen a cow carcass that didn't." decompose properly like this one which yep. was interesting that he's a a 30 year a 30 year veterinarian See, uh he confirms that uh scavengers would have no problem killing a uh sorry picking at a sick cow's right. carcass and predators would have no problems and in fact would look for the sickly looking yeah, cows that tends to be what gets because they're not going to yeah. catch pneumonia through eating right you know right, the right, fucking right. asshole of a of a cow no, they got other a problems sick at cow. that point yeah <laughs> Um, this is where they confirm the bug thing, which I thought was really interesting. Uh, Taylor, Dr. Taylor wants, uh, to take a sample back to a lab, which I'm like, oh, that's cool to test for radiation and poison yeah. and all sorts of shit. And they fucking cut off a whole leg. He takes it in a bag. And, uh, <laughs> again, I leave these notes as a surprise because I forgot yeah, them. I wrote, talk about a lucky rabbit's foot. <laughs> They're like <laughs> jamming this whole cow yeah. leg into a bag. Yeah. Uh, another guest... <laughs> This guy is on the verge of porn doctorhood. I mean, he yeah. definitely would. He's got like a whole lingo going. His doctor, doctor, uh, doctor Alan Garfinkel, yeah. <laughs> Garfinkel and Einhorn. Yeah. Um, but uh, he is an archaeologist. He specializes in petroglyphs. He specifically specializes in petroglyphs of the desert west, and even more specifically, the Great Basin, which is the area they're in. So I'm like, that's right. cool. You have like a super gnarly expert. He also looks the part. He has fucking leather tan skin. He's got a fucking bandana on. Yeah. And uh, he also looks like he could easily be a fucking uh, Bikram yoga teacher on the side right, or whatever, right, right. too. Nothing wrong with that. He just has a little bit of that, I mean, yeah, man, like this kind of, yeah, it's kind of a hippie vibe yeah. to him. But uh, even though he has kind of a Pinot look, yeah. uh, Pinot <laughs> fat. But um, he points out, they, so they go to the side of the petroglyph again. Thought this was cool, too, because we've always, you know, heard that ancient people they judged power places by that feeling of geomagnetism and stuff. But right. he also said, he's like, but they also would literally just see if the, if the area echoed, if the natural rock was acoustically right, right, bouncing right, right. back at them, they would think that's a power place too, because yeah, it's like yeah. the rocks are talking to yeah, us. Like, oh, and, wow. Yeah. You know, yeah. Cause that is weird. If you live in a huge fucking flat desert yeah. and you find a kind a of a Canyon bands. amphitheater, then yeah. yeah. Um, and da, 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 da. uh oh <laughs> this i laughed at this out loud he goes up the petroglyph and he's like wow a little bit of eye candy huh <laughs> right right <laughs> but it's kind of cool because that's what gets him fucking hard he's a right, fucking right, petroglyph right, expert right, right? Yeah, so see it. <laughs> show me the candy uh he double confirms that he does see as tom the caretaker asks he's like now are you seeing evidence of pecking and I didn't know if they meant birds, but it means hammer strikes, okay, right? Okay. And so he said they likely would. He said, yes, you can look really closely and see them. And it likely would have been a quartz hammer, which makes sense because they're on a huge yeah, quartz yeah. deposit, too. Um, 
He says the curves on the art, which what is what Travis Taylor thinks is Draco or Cassiopeia, they likely rep- represent likely likely represent a serpent. And what do serpents do in the Aztec and all the kind of west southwest indigenous tribes? Right. Serpents and a lot of other cultures too. Serpents are the guardians of the gate between the paranormal the world and our world, yeah. right? So uh, interest and then and uh, he calls them asterisms, which is their what they would call star charts or something, right? And uh, confirms that uh, Travis Taylor was right and that they are they were significant star patterns to them because they do they show them sideways. It does look like the Big Dipper and right, Draco. Right. So um, Travis Taylor says, uh, you know, I'm an, I'm an astronomer. I thought that too. And he's like, well, there you go. You know, he, he yeah, agrees with yeah. And uh, Dragon for some reason talks about por- all the portal theory going on here, and he's like. It just has us all taking a step back and wondering, I mean, what the heck's really going on way back when on this property, you know? I don't even think they cared about gay stuff or anything back then. Wow. Jim Morris. Oh, we're digging. (laughs) Jim Morris, who is from the Metaverse, he's, again, for some reason on this show, he's he's the ranch manager. Yeah. This guy who cries, right? Yes. Yeah. And uh, he shows up. Always has the same outfit too. I think he only has yeah. the different shirt. But he always has the vest yeah. with the fucking yeah. chevrons and things and, on yeah. there. And uh, but completely out of context. And I don't. I I thought I'd heard the name before, but like it cuts to a truck driving up with Jim and three people in it that we've never seen before. And narrator Travis is like, "Now Jim Morris came to the ranch and he brought Junior Hicks, his whole family." And I'm like, "Were we supposed to have known?" It was like very jarring at first, but. Uh, Long story short, Junior Hicks is a native to the Uinta Basin area. He was a science teacher. And in like the 50s or 60s, he started doing some like uh, Jean Keel and Jacques Vallée shit where he would like every time UFOs were reported, he would see some too. Every time UFOs were reported or strangest was reported, he'd go and talk to the person. He would respect their what they think happened. He'd write it all down. He'd write down the fucking day, the time. Are these people, are they women? How old are they? What is their family? Like all that kind of shit. Yeah. And it's a very boring segment. the The granddaughter, she's a, she's got a little a glint in her eye. I think she's very into being right. surrounded by all this uh, male yeah. energy. Well, all they this keep talking energy. about the box, and, and that's <laughs> I the granddaughter really wants the men to look in her box. Yeah. And so, uh, uh, inside the box is a trapper keeper, and there's <laughs> a ton of data in this fucking thing, which is yeah. cool. It's all graphed out and charted yeah. out, and yeah. all this stuff. It's really cool, and so. I mean, and this guy was like a staple in this area, and right. apparently knew he owned or toured the land. Yeah, so he yes. had to be super old. Dragon like, knew way who he before was before the family and... that owned it. Yes, and then before the Shermans. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And so, which they never talk about if anyone like Homestead Two is like a hundred years old, right? Who the fuck else? Like, like, Owner why don't we know about stuff, the yeah, previous owners? Yeah. Unless they was just private and they never talked about it. Right, yeah, because like, but... he was there, then these people, then Bigelow, right. then now. Because it was really the Shermans that publicized Started, all the yeah, shit that right, was going right, on right, there. Because right. they were, thought like, they were going insane. It's been going insane. on forever, and now they're, yeah, just right. calling it out. Which is why Bigelow got interested. Right. Uh, but, uh, yeah, really cool. And, like, you know, Tom, the the caretaker, he he's, remember, he was, in his previous life, uh, a wizard at you know digital tech and database yeah, yeah, management yeah. development and stuff and he's like hey we should take all of this data and put it in a digital database and then yeah, we can start fucking it with it and i'm yeah, like yeah that's yeah. a great idea um there's again repetitiveness or a little slowness but at least they always make some progress with something right there's yeah. always enough new shit happening even if they annoyingly leave it for like three episodes later you know i think that's kind of dumb yeah. but uh 
that because I mean, again, that's why that's why I liked Hellier because it like oh, it just builds and builds and builds and builds in a pretty right. linear fashion, yeah, yeah. you know, that makes it easy to follow. But uh, but it also makes you feel like you're there with them yeah. too. Um, Travis uh, is addressing the mom now, so the daughter of uh, Junior Hicks, and he's like, which is this is a stupid thing, like. She's the daughter of Junior Hicks, who also cataloged tons of cattle mutilations, and he's like, I mean, now without getting too graphic, uh, you know, what, what was what was missing from the cow? Because she says she had an experience right. seeing a, a cow mutilation. Like, just fucking ask yeah, her the just question. Ask her to see the cock. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, huge dong. Was a dick there? <laughs> just tell me if it's a dick there. Okay. Um, she describes like a classic mutilation: eyes were cut out, the innards, the ass end, the reproductive organs, the whole shebang. The granddaughter. Busts out a picture of Rods. Yeah. Of course, we know where her head's at. Uh, now, this family as well, this is a family that looks very much like each other. Like, yeah. the resemblance in this family is... Strong. Yes. To, yeah. You, and and the, the dad has a fucking weird energy to him. To, uh, he's, like, he's very dorky. He's like... But he has, like, a big... He doesn't look... His voice doesn't match his face and all that stuff. He's kind of loafy. He looks like Donahue. Yeah. Let's just say they're indoor bakers. Because they're making some, because they're inbred. Oh, <laughs> stupid! <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, that's akin to like the <laughs> they're camping because it's intense, right? You right. Know? Um, they're talking about the rods now. Junior theorized that these rods were like used up fuel cells dropped by right. UFOs or something like that, which is as good a theory as any because they could not be cut, they could not be melted. He even gave them to Bigelow himself and said, "Here, you try to fucking it. do yeah. it." Bigelow comes back and says, oh, hey, th- nothing nothing to see with those rods or whatever. And he's like, okay, well, can I have them back? And Bigelow's like, nope. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it's mine. Don't you worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I hope he got paid or something for it, but probably not. Yeah, probably not. Oh, I also love that Dragon is always like the hostess for all the guests. Right. Hello. On here. He's always like, hey, well, thanks for coming out, guys. Would you like a coffee? And he's the least personable guy. It's like they make the least personable guy the fucking hostess for the whole thing. Uh, yes, I'm saying hostess on purpose. Right. Um, <laughs> the there's the hostess with the most. Yes. <laughs> hey, babes. Mm. <laughs> you like Dang my black and white welcome. suit? Yeah. <laughs> Let's go to the neither world. Nice model. <laughs> I don't like to curse on camera. Yeah, okay. Uh, it's inappropriate. And in fact, I think it actually you know is the to the detriment of the movie. Yeah, <laughs> takes away from it. Hey, why does it all have to be so blue? You know. Mm-hmm. Um, they're debriefing with Dr. Dean Taylor, who is the vet that took the cow leg. Uh, oh, we finally get a meeting of the Taylors here, and uh, uh, they're in. Uh, it's Travis and the care, you know, Candace and Tom, and I think, and maybe Eric, and like that's it. They're on zoom or skype or whatever with dr taylor and it's kind of it's kind of a not a letdown it's fine because what he says later is true he's like like knowing what something is not for sure is data and that's good yeah uh but they take like five minutes they're 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 fucking totally milking it dr dean taylor eventually just says nothing was radioactive nothing was poisonous like they have like six or seven things that could be commonly eaten by a lot of like ranch animals Mm mm-hmm and there was nothing of that in the toxicology report. Um, I would assume. I mean, it's also a year later, so right, right. That's what I'm saying. But, yeah, it's rough. But, <laughs> but uh, uh, anyway, but and the, the because those six things are the only things that scavengers or predators might smell. That goes, oh no, I'm not eating that. Like yeah. they've evolved to know yeah. what's going to poison it, right? So, um, 
But uh, he's, Travis says, now we measured a lot of EMF readings, and this is where it goes into like a three-minute recap of the fucking season one thing. Yeah, That's yeah, where I was yeah. like, don't do this in the fucking right, right. final Shut act of the that. episode, yeah. guys. You can't do that shit. And, so, and they've already done it enough in the episode. Yeah. But he's like, we had some EMF spikes and this, and he tells him about the phone, whatever. And uh, Dr. Taylor says he has never known any sort of electromagnetism being so great that it would like deter predators or right, whatever. Right. Now he's also not studying that either. Yeah, but, exactly. Uh, you never know. Yeah, but uh, and then they have this whole conversation where uh, they're saying, you know, hey, knowing what's not possible, at least let us know what is possible. Now we can test yeah. and not test for that, and that's fine. That's great. Whatever. But uh, Travis is wrapping things up here, and he's wondering how the hell all this shit's connected, which is just going to be the end of every episode. And then they always pick one or two of the other guys to like say the same thing, basically. And then Brandon, of course. Wants to know the deeper mysteries of the universe or right, whatever. Right. So, um, but uh, yeah, the next episode, Laser Focus, they're going to try to open their own yeah, portal. Gateway to which hell. that is yeah. really cool. <laughs> yeah, specifically to hell. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hell, man. I want to get down there. <laughs> I'm scared as portal yeah. to hell. Uh, Stick my hunger right through this hole. <laughs> <laughs> my hunger. <laughs> uh, no, I was going to say about portals to hell. They don't even bother. Like the, the first season. At the end of the episode, Jack Osborne and Katrina Weeman would meet with the people that own the place or run the place or whatever, and they would show them the evidence, right? Right. And talk about it. And he would, and so they would always, it's like they had the guests set up. They had to ask, like, do you think this is a portal, Jack? Like a portal right. to hell? Yeah. And he'd always been like, I don't know, it's a portal, and whatever. And it's right, like, right. they don't even do it anymore. But, the show is still so dramatically called Portals Portals. to Hell. Yeah. And their whole shtick is that they're more grounded than like the Bagans boys and like you know, everything's not a demon to them. Everything's like but they're 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 definitely drifting towards that style of things. Which is a shame. But uh, I like like I said before, his the hit the special the two specials he's done with his sister Mm -hmm. are fucking awesome. The one in the Queen Mary, which is the more recent one, and then the original one where it was like the freaking out the Osbournes or whatever it was called and then his parents were like watching the whole investigation on Skype or whatever but that was cool because Kelly Osbourne seems really psychic and she gets a shit ton of activity like Hmm. fucking blows up when she's doing things yeah yeah and she's so like dramatic that I don't think she's acting like she acts so fucking freaked out and she gets pissed off like at things like when he puts her in a dark like things like that Mm -hmm. so it's just very entertaining too but and she always has her dumb little Pomerani, which I think passed okay. away actually too, but rest in power. See, but um, rest in Pomerani. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, if you want to cue the yeah, music, yeah. Uh, thank you, of course, for listening. Thanks for subscribing. Thanks for telling your friends about Probing Ancient Aliens and Hungry for Skinwalker Ranch, presented by Probing Ancient Aliens. Make sure and head over, head over to patreoncom Aliens to get more content for just five bucks a month or more. You get two podcasts every month, over eighty pieces of content on there. Head over to Black Hole Supply Company for Probing Ancient Aliens merch, disc golf discs, disc golf apparel, with exclusive art made by our friends. And now that physical location is inside Cape and Cow Collectibles in Orange County, California, in a little city called Fountain Valley that has no fountains. Head over or there. Really valleys, either. Yeah, yeah <laughs> it's just flat. Uh, unless, uh, so next time you're in town, if you're going to Disneyland, you tell your kids to shut the fuck up. They've been waiting for months for this trip. You're going to Cape and Cal yeah, to go to the little daddy's friends. the uh, shop and shop yeah. within Cape and right. Cal, oh, yeah. which is Black Hole Supply Company. But uh, uh, follow us on Twitter at Probing Aliens, on Instagram at Probing Ancient Aliens, and uh, yeah, we will see you next week. And patrons, yes. we'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Bye. Bye.